Hey, it's Collarworks Radio, and I'm your host, Justin Baker. It was a long summer, but Collarworks Gallery and the radio are back. After an extended period of what seemed like the uncertainty of everything, it feels really great to see the gallery open again with an amazing show. The show is titled Space Lab. It's a group show of over 30 artists from this region who are making really interesting 3D work. The show is curated by the incredible duo that is Julie Torres and Ellen Letcher. And to me, when I walked in the gallery for the first time to see the show, my head clicked. And I thought, we got this. As an organization, as a group of people together. Like Collarworks was saying to whoever would listen, hold my beer. As we move forward in this time, we can learn, we can adjust, and we can grow. And we can be there for each other.
go. You can start. Um, well, I already said, but thank you guys for doing this. It's um, uh, it's a lot of fun for me to talk to artists, but specifically artists um, I get to see their work and talk about. And uh, the first time seeing your work was just a few days ago uh, with my daughter, who's slowly becoming some kind of strange creature. <laughs> and she really liked your work. We walked around the gallery um, and she was trying to help me uh, figure out what to talk about. And we both really liked uh, your piece in the gallery. Um, and it's a, you know, a assemblage kind of a cabinet of wonder kind of thing. And uh, that's, honestly, that's one of the things my, my daughter constantly makes is these kinds of uh, assemblages that are mimicking like dollhouses and stuff. So I think that was her interest. And then my interest was just, uh, you know, how fantastical it was in contrast to a lot of other things in the show. And I thought it kind of had this unique voice um, that was very interesting. So maybe uh, we could start, if you guys don't mind, um, uh, you know, telling me about this piece that's in the show and kind of where it comes from. Okay. Um, thanks for having us. We're both glad to be here. Sure. Um, I'm Julie Chase, and um, the piece came about, uh, you know, of course we were invited by Julie Torres and, and Ellen uh, Letcher, the curators, and um, we were thrilled to be invited, and Dina actually had the idea to do just that, to sort of create a, a curiosity cabinet. Um, so that was our starting point, and um, we happened to have a, a glass cabinet, and we, we created sort of a structure that would sort of, you know, be, you know um, be the foundation from which we would build onto and off of, and, and we just took it from there. Um, we both do all kinds of work. Um, and this piece has a, you know, a lot of pieces that are representative of the type of work we do. Um, we work a lot with found objects. There's a lot of wood found objects, uh, mobiles, um, ceramic. Dina is predominantly a ceramic artist, so, so there's a lot of ceramic pieces in it. And, and yeah, we had a lot of fun making it. Um, and we worked on it because it was extended. I guess it was going to be shown earlier. We had more time, and we really enjoyed working on it. It was, an, it was a wonderful collaboration. Do you guys um, typically collaborate? Is that something you do a lot? As well, a I, I feel that the, the, the installation here is a continuation of what we've been doing together for the last 14 years or more, or more, 14 years in Castile. So, and actually, Julie Torres um, had the idea of bringing some of the, your open studio to color works. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. I'm excited to do that. And we've been working with um, uh, found objects, and I have a whole installation in the Open Studio, which is called the Archaeological Museum, which is based on the Cabinet of Wonders. Uh -huh. And with text. And Julie helped me put them together, and then she makes her own work. So usually, Sometimes we collaborate in one piece. She tells something little there, and I continue, and vice versa. So mostly we have each other different work. Oh, okay. So you kind of, so 
yeah, I'm kind of curious about like the the partnership because um, I always think of like the artist as a solitary kind of you know. Um, I, I've tried to have collaborations um, specifically with my wife, and they just never work out. But I'm curious um, because yours seems so fruitful. Like where the so is it kind of you are both responding to one another? Um, I think we're lucky that you know we've. We have art, plenty of artist friends who have said to us that they tried the same working with their spouses, <laughs> yeah, uh, or, or or others, you know, collaborating on pieces and, and had had trouble with it. And I don't know. From the beginning, it was um, somehow easy for us. And I think we've also been fortunate that we've had always a, a large enough studio space where we could sort of take enough space each of us. Um, but there is a cross pollination. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like. I ha- is how I like to think about it that happens I think between between us because we're working often in the same spaces even though we have sort of separate areas um, and we're always sort of having a, a dialogue you know not necessarily spoken but um, I think there's some kind of dialogue always sort of happening um, in our work um, we don't re- usually do very specific collaborations like we've done for this exhibit other than the open studio I guess you could call that a collaboration um, but you know that's our gallery in Catskill um, and in, in, in that we have some pieces that we've made together but then we also have work that we've each done independently mm-hmm. and we have different skills also. <laughs> yeah. different skills yeah, yeah that's handy yeah, yeah very what so what was the uh, like what was the inspiration or what was the the thing that started um, the open studio in Catskill. How did you guys come about that? Well, <laughs> um, it was spontaneous somehow. <laughs> uh-huh. So we've been doing art prior for most of our lives. And um, so we're trying to find a place. We wanted to find a house with a garden, with land, to make a special uh, park. We couldn't do that. So we got this feeling with the storefront. Because there was mm-hmm. storefront, the studio. I said, and then when I was living in the city, I used to have like an open studio holiday, and people would come and do the work and buy work, and it was pretty successful. So I had the idea of let's do an extension of open studio. So actually, my ceramic studio is in the back of the gallery. So, and the front is the gallery. So it's actually, it's like an extension of both our studios somehow. Oh, okay. So it was kind of, you found the, the place with a storefront and you thought, like, let's just make right. that a thing. Yeah, I, you know, I think, and my sort of idea about it was, I feel like the art world is so, um, you know, hard to penetrate and uh-huh. oftentimes so closed. And Dina has shown a lot and um, over the years and continues to do that. Um but I just felt like, you know, we were making work and we wanted to be able to share it, right, um, with an audience, with the public. We wanted it to be accessible and we didn't want to be dependent on being, you know, accepted into a gallery or, you know, and, um, you know, and, and rejected, as mm-hmm. so many people uh, often are. And so we just, you know, we decided we would just do our own gallery, right? Yeah, why not? Right, yeah, yeah. be more open about it and, and, and freer. You know, it freed us up to really be able to, to do, you know, uh-huh. just that. So Yeah, just like direct 
access and yeah 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 and we and we bought the building in Catskill too so it was just a matter of being financially you know able to do it uh-huh. as well. so that's just living affordable art <laughs> affordable art yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. yeah yeah very much yeah um so say uh example like you know i drive down to Catskill. i come in will you guys be working in there or do you do you work in the space as well as curated or like what's the yeah yeah uh, we have like um it's it, uh, we open friday saturday and sunday and also by chance an appointment okay and when i work i go leave open if it's the weather it's not in the middle of the winter yeah yeah so yeah people can come the weekends or call or call us for an appointment and i in depends of whatever else i'm doing i'll be working there or not yeah okay it's very that her that studio in the gallery is very much dedicated to ceramics we, uh-huh. it's kind of a smaller space so it's really only ceramic work that, that's done there um, but we're lucky again to have a building with all kinds of space like we have an attic studio mm-hmm. uh, where we do a lot of the woodwork and painting and yeah. other types of work but that's a very much a dedicated uh-huh. to ceramics at studio yeah, yeah. but yeah. she's working there often yeah that sounds yeah, yeah it sounds kind of magical I mean, it's like that's part of, you know, as an artist, like the studio, uh, you know, the right space and like the, you know, it's really, um, that sounds beautiful. So if we, like you mentioned ceramics and found objects, and if we could go back to the piece that's in the, the gallery here a little bit. Um, now, when, you know, when the viewer approaches it or when I approached it with my daughter, it's really just you're kind of looking at every little uh, inch of it to kind of, uh, find your way through to think about it uh, draw relationships I think what's really cool about the the piece that's here in the gallery is that um, the main cabinet sets off of uh, it's away from the wall and then you can move around it there's stuff behind it and then the wall that's parallel to the piece there's other things coming off and it's really it's a pretty cool experience um, so I was kind of curious about like some of the imagery that's that's in the cabinet. You mentioned ceramic and found objects, and there's also kind of words. I was wondering if you guys could talk about um, like where maybe the imagery comes from, and like uh, maybe how the text works with it. Um, usually, have objects that inspire me to the stories. Uh-huh. Like recently, I read some place that uh, if you sit long enough with, with an object, the object is going to tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, I draw from, I used to teach in museums and, you know, and art education, and I'm inter- interested in all kinds of museums. So often when I read an in, in de- interpretive text, I said, well, who knows if this is this, an interpretation. So I like to think what is between the lines of the stories we read. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, sometimes I'm inspired by something, a topic that I want to say, and I find the object. Usually the objects tell me what to say. Uh huh. So the objects like kind of help inform the text. Yes. In there. Yes. Yes. yes uh huh. Yeah. And is that like a little bit of like a, uh, like when I when I think about objects telling a story I always feel like there's like a 
a sense of like magic to it. Is that something you guys think about with the work? I mean, it seems like there's this kind of conjuring that's happening out there. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's nice. That's a nice word. Yeah. I like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm thrilled that you, you, you felt that about it and that you used those words to describe it. You know, we, um, we talk about that sort of thing a lot. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know where it comes from, but uh, we're tap, we're trying to tap in mm-hmm. to, um, you know, some kind of magic, I guess. And we're both inspired too by nature and, mm-hmm. and living upstate. We try to spend as much time as we can, you know, walking in the woods. And um, I think, you know, we just draw a lot of inspiration from that. Um, yeah, and Dina does a lot of creatures, you know, um, mm-hmm. which I, you know, find fascinating. And um, yeah, I don't know, maybe you could talk more about mm-hmm. that. I, well, it's something happened, you know, sometimes, the, 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 the art, we call it the artifacts. Usually take a long time, people say, oh, you just can sit, you know, it just takes a while till I get it all together and something, you know, clicks. And then when I think it clicks, I ask Julie, what do you think? Uh-huh. <laughs> She's the editor. She said, yes or no, make it work. <laughs> <laughs> so so you get the final say, Julie? Yeah, that? I guess. I mean, yeah. Not always, I, I, not always. It sounds like Sometimes it. I just write, you know, uh-huh. my way, but usually I use it. Yeah. And, and and she's good with titles, and so she's real helpful with titles because I'm not very good about that. She's a, you know, the better writer and poet, and um, so yeah, that's, I, you know, I learn a lot from her actually. You know, in terms of, you know, those um, abilities that she has because those are not things I I'm very strong at, at. I started as a writer. I'm you like, started as a writer. I started Uh huh. Okay. But she does more, uh, I think in your work, you do more sort of uh, uh, figurative or oftentimes figurative um, pieces, especially in the clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and and my work is maybe oftentimes more abstract. But I also make dolls and, um, and there's a few embroidered vintage photos. Um, uh-huh. But when I'm working with found objects in wood, my work tends to be more abstract. Okay. Um, but yeah, back to the text for the um, piece, it really, um, I mean, aside from her stories, which there are a few pieces where you have stories written for, for pieces, um, we were stumped about how to title everything, um, you know, and Julie needed a price list, and there's so many pieces, it, it, it was sort of challenging, and Dina had the idea to create these little tags, and we had a lot of fun with that, sort of, you know, writing them out and... and um, and, and figuring out how to, you know, hang it or, 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 you know, somehow position it next to the piece. So that ended up being kind of back to the museums, um, uh, you know, sort of a riff on the curiosity cabinets and old museums. Um, when we've traveled uh, over the years, we've been to different places in South America, for example, in Argentina, and been to these really small, in the middle of nowhere places with these old museums that are like, you know, from the 30s, where they still have handwritten tags, Uh you know, know, placards and stuff. And we both love that. Question, like, I mean, because that's when I was like, like moving around the piece, I really felt like I was like looking through, uh, uh, as you were saying, like a a museum uh, that didn't exist anymore, right? Like, you're you're looking through, um, uh, you know, uh, a collection of 
things that, you know, uh, were maybe from like another world or, you know, it was like really um, telling a kind of a story. And I, I think that that's interesting to, to think about the tags because they really, they functioned like that. Like they really kind of led me through and sort of pointed me in directions that maybe I, I wouldn't have come to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just with the object. And like that additional text kind of helped form a fuller picture so yeah that I, I love that about that that piece and uh, um, yeah and again it had this kind of magical feeling that like if I stay here long enough I can solve some kind of puzzle <laughs> <laughs> like, I will know let us know if you solve it yeah yeah because we haven't solved it yet. yeah <laughs> like you know it was kind of tapping into like an like a you know an ancient kind of uh, mythology or magic or um and I, I'm curious a, a little bit about some of the imagery because you guys mentioned, um, um, you know, overall, I'm just very curious, but you guys both mentioned like the importance of living in upstate New York, uh, walking through the woods. Now, neither of you sound like you're from upstate New York. Is that, <laughs> I'm going to guess that's true or? Yes, it's that? true. Yeah. So does, does your, uh, voyage or does maybe where you're from like in part like you talked about traveling South America or does that some of that imagery play into I mean I feel like there's some of that out there yeah I, I am from Argentina uh-huh but I have lived most of my adult life in, in New York yeah mostly in New York City uh-huh so uh, yeah I'm got like a lot of, a lot of inspiration from not so much from the art, but the imagination of, yeah. you know, certain culture of Argentina to kind of, you know, so okay. very nourishing. Um, like maybe the, the storytelling or something? The storytelling, yeah. That part yeah, of it, yeah. you mentioned yeah, the writer, yeah. so I thought. Yes. And then um, also, well, I've been inspired by the indigenous cultures mm-hmm. from, from the Americas. Yeah. And Julie also from voodoo and uh, right yeah sure and, and native american um work of, of ver- from various regions and um yeah i mean work from all over you know but a lot of indigenous work i, I find very inspiring um i'm from tennessee okay. i always say dina's from further south than me um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i'm sure there's something there that 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 comes from having grown up in in the south um it's not very conscious i don't you know yeah. i don't know maybe the doll making i look at a lot of rag dolls oh, okay. uh for for yeah. inspiration and um uh you know i love folk art i love uh-huh. outsider art and it seems like you know some of my favorites are, are artists from the south um you know the quilts all mm-hmm. the you know that have just come on the scene lately in a big way and yeah uh, all that stuff I, you know is very nourishing to me certainly um, okay. Yeah, I don't know how much directly my yeah. work stems from it, but it's it's definitely nourishes me. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's always hard, I guess, to be like that. You know, <laughs> that's why I'm doing this. You know, right? I always feel right. suspect of, of someone who's like, "Well, I grew up here, and that's why I make." Mean. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> you might not know it, but I guess you could. Everything's always more complicated these days, right? Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And richer. Yeah. 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 There's a. a you know, I, I, I guess I, 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 I think I read a little bit, uh, a little bit I could find on you guys, and I was like kind of thinking about what I had seen, and I, 
I was wondering how strong a connection there was, you know, but I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's, it's all there. It's probably just some kind of organic melting pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess kind of in finishing up, because you, you have mentioned um, Julie and Ellen a little bit. I'm, I'm curious about um, um, your relationship with them. Um, I'm assuming you've shown at Lab Space, or you know, is you two, you know, uh, being down in that part of New York, and um, you know how, you know, have you guys helped each other, or is there some kind of like back and forth there? Um, they came to Open Studio a, a few years ago, several years ago, maybe three. Whenever they close to the time, I guess they took over Lab Space and started running it, and mm-hmm. said that two or three people had suggested they come see our place, our, our studio. Um, and and I wasn't there, but they came in one weekend years ago and Dina met them. And 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 then sometime later they invited us to be in maybe their first, one of their holiday exhibits or, um, mm-hmm. and then we've been in a few other yeah, exhibits, but they're great. They're, yeah, you know, they, they're wonderful and they're so passionate and, and enthusiastic yeah. about, uh, you know, putting these shows together and, um, and, and, uh, you know, yeah, I always enjoy, uh, whatever they've curated. I think they're really good at it. They're good at putting together such a interesting and varied and off, you know, real delightful mix of art. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's nice compared to their, their gallery space in Hillsdale, which is tiny compared to this. So it's been really oh, right. yeah, thrilling yeah. to see them sort of, you know, have all this space to, mm. to work with and I think they've really knocked it out of the park with the show yeah the, I mean the show is really beautiful and interesting and again they kind of have you moving through and uh-huh. things are mixing with one another that and creating yeah. some interesting dialogue and you know relationships that is uh, I think everything looks good yeah um, just you know I said last question before but I'm curious because you mentioned it again um, like being in Catskill having the open studio working there um, how has that been is that like is that like uh, I'm just curious like what's what's it like having a gallery in um, I mean the gallery's been wonderful I mean I you know we both continue to get a charge out of it you know and we're going into what do we decide 14 14 years 14 years is our 14th year um, and the is also so beautiful. Yeah, and, and we, we continue to, you know, be, it's a beautiful place, and mm-hmm. you know, small town politics. Okay, can yeah. be frustrating, challenging. <laughs> you know, we're trying to learn how to negotiate that better all the time. Um, you know, yeah, but in this yeah. today's political environment, it's uh, wow. yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, but yeah, it's changing, and it seems like since the pandemic started, there is changing fast. There's so many people. Oh, moving in right, yeah. and um, you know I think it's really going to change it uh-huh. uh, for better and for you know yeah. and for worse I mean you know there are all kinds of things that come with that I mean we're happy for there to be an influx influx of younger it seems like mostly younger people and a lot of artists and musicians and so we'll see it's yeah. definitely you know even before the pandemic the last couple of years Catskills in Greene County which is historically been a very depressed county one of the mm-hmm. most depressed i think in new york state um and we've been through some really lean years in catskill you know where it was really deserted and, and storefronts empty and in the last couple of years things it had sort of um 
re-enlivened itself and you know with some new people and new businesses and so we're doing good right now we've got sort of a nice mix of uh businesses and people and it's a good community and yeah so it's good it's going good (laughs) work in progress no we left in new york because new york i want i love new york city but uh she has to at one point i you know place here with nature so i have to get out you have to get out that's what i found yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. Afford, yeah that's <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that's um, that sounds great. Sound, you know, that sounds like uh, things are probably moving in the right direction. But um, thank you for talking to me and uh, showing your work here at Collarworks. Uh, for everybody listening, we are at Collarworks uh, in the back, and uh, you probably heard. Uh, toilet flush and maybe a air conditioner turn on so that that's a those are those ambient noises um, but I want to thank you too uh, for hanging around talking to me and uh, most importantly showing uh, the beautiful work in this show and uh, taking part thanks for having us thanks so much As always, thank you for listening. And thank you, Nina Burstyn and Julie Chase. Check out Collarworks Gallery at 621 River Street in Troy, New York. Space Lab is up till October 17th. And please wear a mask.